Guy, I feel like that I'm beginning this show. Flex them both at once, or one at a time. There's nothing like working on the floor um, in a suit so that you sweat profusely before you begin recording a show. That's great. <laughs> never happened. Never happened. I was we, ne- we started recording the podcast. I was never right? there. The show is definitely oh, happening. I just now. want to make sure that all this good. Why wouldn't I share with our diehard fans the gloriousness that is me talking about sweating and you dragging a microphone across the table and saying across, nobody knows anything across the table? I'm looking at the mic at the camera as if these guys can see what I'm what I'm doing. They can they see. Can, they can see with their with minds. With their minds. They're using their minds. And right now they're That picturing. eye that's in the middle of your head, forehead, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the third you know, eye. the third eye. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have a lot of Cyclops uh, fans. A lot of Cyclops out there. <laughs> you know the team. You know the guys. You know the guys. And gals. We are, we are open to all Cyclops. All... Cyclopes. Cyclopes. Is that the the proper plural? I've never come across more than one, so I've never learned. Yeah, you never had to. No. And this is something they struggle with. It's something that I think a lot of people misunderstand uh, Cyclopes. They think that they're just monsters. They do. They think they're just beasts, like they're they're something. They're not. They're They're people with one eye. They're not. They're people with one eye. They're slightly larger and stronger. Yeah. And they live for a longer time and they're from Greek mythology. But apart from that. Apart from that, those little exceptions. They are people. They are people too. Cyclopes are people too. Cyclopes are people too. I want that on a bumper sticker on my car, I think. Yeah, Cyclopes yeah. are people. And also, regarding your sweat, didn't Vanilla Ice, I think, cover this once when he said, sweating like a pig because the sun is blazing? Is that his lyric? I believe so. Oh my gosh, that's not a nice ice baby, is it? I think so. Is it? Sweating like a pig because the sun is blazing? I think so. I never, you know, with that song, which I love, I'm classic. Sure Fanta will correct me if I'm wrong. Classic 1990 hip hop jam, yeah. but I only know up, up until I memorized the first minute, minute and a half of the song. But I think after we get to the first uh, chorus, I didn't I didn't get much deeper into the lyricism. But yeah. apparently, you studied it. I I went into I went into it was I actually took a class. It was a, it was an AP class in high school mm. uh, called AP Vanilla Ice. AP Vanilla Ice, <laughs> where you uh, where you you spend time going over what he truly meant and what the what the deeper meaning was. Yeah, that one and Shakespeare were the two yeah. AP uh, kind of poetry. The two, the classic. The classic. Do you know what uh, Vanilla Ice's real name is? I, you might know this already. Yeah, I I have heard it's it, but great. I forgot it. It's great. Rob Van Winkle. Van Winkle. He's a Van right. Winkle. Yeah. He fell asleep under a tree and woke up and he was a rapper. Yeah. That's, how, that's how you do it, folks. <laughs> Rob Van Winkle. Right. Streets of Miami. I love it. Well, hi, Noel. Hi, Jacob. We're here. Welcome to the Biofriendly Podcast. The Biofriendly Podcast. This is the pregame. This is the behind the scenes. This is the tailgate. This is the tailgate. This is what you diehards love the most. Oh, Ronnie, you should pop your headphones on so we can yeah. make sure we can make sure that this. actually we don't this could sound be a like nightmare a nightmare going on. This right could now. be no. It sounds we sound delicious, right? Do we sound delicious? Uh, delicious. Delicious. You gotta talk into the microphone. Guaranteed. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of delicious audio we're looking delicious, for. guaranteed nutritious. So we're here. We're live. We're up and running. So should we get into this week in green. I'm willing if you're willing. I'm willing. Okay. I'm willing. Sure and guess what? I, I went first last time, so is it me? boy, it is you. Oh, you boy. are the bad. Ronnie's gotta make her way over I'm to the, start the party. Uh, display. Okay. She's gotta do her clever little hit of the play button. Her maneuver. Mm-hmm. And then 
the show begins. It's always uncooperative. Oh, oh it's okay. It got a lot worse. No, it's okay. You just go back. There's like an arrow button somewhere on there that'll bring you right back into this it. This is the kind of quality entertainment oh, yeah. oh, that the yeah. fans of the Biofriendly Podcast have been yeah. waiting okay, for. Okay, so we got to move the blue down a little bit because it looks like that the um, the screen jumped up. Yeah, it should be like right there. All there right. we go. Is it working? Yeah. Okay. Okay, then. I suppose we'll get going. Let's do it. All right. This Week in Green. The favorite toys for girls and boys are the ones that can make them go green. Multinational toy manufacturer Mattel has expanded their sustainable product offerings from Matchbox and Mega Brands to be among the first to use a certified renewable plastic. The new Mega Blocks Green Town line will be made from a minimum of 56% plant-based material and 26% international sustainability certified biocircular plastics, say that 97 times fast, Additionally, the packaging itself will be made with 100% Forest Stewardship Council certified paper with soy-based inks and water-based varnishes to enhance recyclability. One wonders if the reason that they didn't do this sooner was the simple fact that trying to say it out loud can cause an aneurysm. Matchbox will also make a, a toy Tesla Roadster, its first die-cast vehicle made from 99% recycled materials and certified carbon neutral. This is step one of Matchbox's Driving Toward a Better Future product mode. Mo <laughs> That's properly said, Better Future Product Roadmap, which plans to pave the way for all die-cast cars, playsets, and packaging to be made with 100% recycled, recyclable, or bio-based plastic materials by 2030. When asked to comment on this news, Buzz Lightyear questioned Mattel's thinking. What do you mean my brand new sustainable spacesuit won't last to infinity and beyond? Those darn greenies might as well give the galaxy to Zerg. It's not a great... It's not a terrific Buzz Lightyear. I need to work on it. <sighs> to infinity and be, to infinity to infinity and beyond. I, I can't. I, I you can't. know what? It felt like to me. Yeah, it I felt like hit. Buzz Lightyear, like the animated series. You know when you made a show when you were like a movie when you were a kid, and then they yeah. made like a spinoff. You're like spinoff yeah. Buzz. I'm spinoff Buzz. <laughs> Welcome to spinoff Buzz's spin entirely Buzz. sustainable suit that gets blown away in moments due to its biodegradability. Yeah, you're Bart Lightyear. I'm you're... Bart Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I think I have to go different because Tim Allen is a very specific he is. kind of voice. He is. He has a very specific and speaking voice. Specifically different from my voice. Yes. Well, but I think that the joke was solid. Yeah. Thank so you. I love Thank it. You. And it is Thank terrible you. when toys are finding out that uh, they're not going to last forever. That really mm -hmm. changes the Toy Story ending, doesn't it? It's like we live happily ever after. No, you end up uh, biodegrading. So yeah. good luck. Yeah, and also for all those collectors who are thinking like, well, oh, this toy that I get now that I'm going to hold on to and keep forever to one day sell on eBay for a lot of money. It's like, you know, You're wrong. If you want to sell a bunch of dust. That's right. In a, in a You're box. collecting dust. Literally collecting you know? dust. <laughs> You know, it's funny because I I think this is a great move, but I am a collector, and I know you're a collector too. So I'm thinking that you probably can still collect because if it's gonna wear down, they don't mean that soon. No, they're just they, they're looking it's a, like a hundred. It's a years. good joke for us to say, yeah, but no, yeah, I mean yeah. you, you've got to start exposing it to bacteria for it to biodegrade. Yes, and so if you're leaving it in your house and chilling out with it, it'll probably do just fine. It's for gonna long be long. It'll be long enough that you can play with it, which is all that matters. I mean, honestly, not that I have a collection of Transformers sitting there ready to be sold on eBay. He but, totally does. Uh, but that's really not the purpose of those. <laughs> also, I'm never selling. No. I'm never selling any Why? of those toys. I am obsessed with my Transformers and He-Man toys. I just am. As you should. I'm you gonna, those will be on display next to my book collection until the day I die. And then my kids will have to be like, what are we going to do with all of Dad's stupid, worthless 
toys. Because by that point, everybody who wants them will be dead. Mm. Yeah, but then I'll show up. No. <laughs> <laughs> As if I'll live past you. Yeah. Nonsense. Yes, um, yes. I, it's, a, it's good, though. It's, it's exciting. It's a great story. Yeah. And, and I got to commend Mattel for doing this. We've done podcast episodes about the toy industry before, and I think it's great. I think the more you can find creative ways, because I know what we talked about before was that the toy can't hold up, but it sounds like they found ways to make the materials that will... They're, they're getting closer. Yeah. They're, they're finding ways to replace the materials to make it a stronger toy. Yeah, well, that's that was the thing that... Uh, you know, when we were, were talking to a to a toy expert about it in the past, he yes. was saying that's that's going to be the issue is putting in the time, money, and energy necessary to make the plastic as good, which which is uh, seems like that's the that's the thing. I should probably, out of fairness, say that they're working with a company called Sabic. Yes. Otherwise, Sabic. they're going to be mad at me that the, the folks are going to be like, like hey, 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 we're part of this that. too. Yeah, they have something called a True Circle program. Yeah. And it says that uh, each kilogram of the company's bio-based resins reduces CO2 emissions by an average of four kilograms. Oh. So. It sounds like it's doing something. You know? I mean, four kilograms sounds like not a lot, but I mean, they're talking no, about small toys. That's, yeah, no, that's, that's it's good. That's great, that's right? Good. That's, that, that's awesome. I'll accept. Every little kilogram helps, Jacob. Every little kilogram. We'll have more for you soon. I mean, out of the gate, just... Crushing Apart it. from one bubble, but yeah, it was a fun bubble. But you know what? That felt that felt very much like a beloved newsman who who has given too many facts. Who's given too many facts? <laughs> that is a that story. While inspiring, is full of a lot of statistics. But that's if you're a company that's selling goods, you have to come forward with the transparent stuff to the public. Like yeah. this is the percent. This is what we're doing, right? Otherwise, people will say they're greenwashing. They're greenwashing. They're greenwashing over there. Yeah. Mattel. Uh, nonsense. And so Mattel was like, no, we're not. We're not green. We're really trying here. We're really trying. Which is good for them. I mean, let's, it's, I mean, we know for a fact, as I said, because yeah. we're not, we can't give away no. who our friend is inside, inside Mattel because, inside. you know, they have like, they have rules at Mattel as to who's allowed to talk and who isn't. Yeah. But we can tell you that, that our, our friend has been, he said they've, this is something that they've been caring about for a long time and wanting to do for a very long time. That is so, so good. They, they give a hoot about it. It's just uh, they also can't make a bad product because kids get mad when the toys stink. Yes, mm-hmm. that's very true. But we'll never reveal the identity of this mystery friend. Never. No. Um, Veronica, you gave kind of a feeling like maybe something happened with the sound. Did, 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 did I bump something? No, you're fine. I'm just okay. wondering, is there an echo that's supposed to be there? I mean, because it sounds like very echoey. Okay, well... Yeah, I think, I think that's just I think it's the just issues the... we're dealing with with our... That's ladies true. and gentlemen, in case you're wondering why the crispy, lovely sound is gone from yes. the Biosomy Pope yes. podcast, it's because we are trying to figure out how to make the sound work because the lobs aren't quite doing the job. We may have not gotten good enough lobs. Well, we got good lobs, but maybe we didn't go, hey, I want... Sound, ex- sound equipment it's ain't expensive. cheap. Yeah, it ain't cheap. And yeah. so when you're going, hey, let's try a new show uh, thing, you go, well, I don't want to go in and say, hey, uh, company, let's let's drop uh, 2K on some lavalier mics. Right. And then they show up and they suck. Yes. So you almost had to do a demo. Well, I think I think that what we're going to do is we're going to have our, our, our good old friend of the show and friend yes. of our life, Tim, yes. Timmy Sloan. Genius. We'll have him come over and, and uh, we'll beg him to, to give us some pointers as to what it is that we should do about this. Every, so if we get that yeah. sorted out, you know, maybe we'll have to take him out for multiple hamburgers, hamburgers french fries, chocolate shake. The whole nine yards maybe, for Timmy Sloan. Maybe we go for a for a, for a walk on the beach together. I, I love it. I don't know. What, whatever Tim needs. How about things. a romantic getaway? Tim probably actually honestly just wants a, a bottle of bullet. Jameson. Jameson. No. 
Bushmills. Bushmills is dead. That's yes. his one. We're going to get him a bottle of Bushmills and, and, and hang out with them and, and have the Bushmills, which, as we yeah. both know, will turn me into an absolute. Yeah, so ninja this is going to be a terrible weekend for me. But I'll do it all for the name of sound. In the name of biofriendly podcast quality. Jacob will take the beating that I probably will give him the moment that I have too much whiskey. Yes. Mostly emotional beating. Don't worry. Yeah. It's, it's emotional. Mostly emotional. Yeah. But I, I, uh, should I, like I go to, into I the I like story? to cut. No, we're not, we're, we're riffing. <laughs> we're riffing right now. I'm talking about how I'm going to verbally abuse I you, Jacob. Said, I, like to, I like to cut people in a way that will scar them when they're on their deathbed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 50, 60 years from now. That's very true. That's the kind of damage I like to do. That's the most effective combat you yes. can bring in life, which is, so. you can punch me, I can heal. Yeah. You can break my arm, it'll mend. Yeah. But if you say the right thing, I will lay on my deathbed and go, why? Why, why did he say that? Why did he say Why does that? he think that about me? You haunt my dreams, Carol. Yeah. That's the kind, that's <laughs> the kind of, of impact journalism <laughs> you can expect here on the Bio-Friendly Podcast and This Week in Green. Yes. Yes. Impacting till we die. Okay, <laughs> now you can do, go ahead. Now I can do it. Now, now I can do my this week. Yeah, if you want to do the show, this is this, this story feels a little bit more like a Noel story. Like when I when yeah. I got this story, I felt like it might be more for you. But okay. uh, so we're gonna. But you wanted it. I wanted it. So you got it. You want it. You got it. Toyota. This week in green. We are getting closer. Wow. That jumped <laughs> it six jumped miles. So far, we got to just is try it again. Impossible. Yeah, that I was like, I was like, oh no, the text is so For far. For those of you who right are, there. are listening, not on to the, the not on the equal sign, so like there. there. I think that's why it jumps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What you explain? Explain just. Yeah. So we have a teleprompter here. Yeah. Which is supposed to go at the speed that we're talking, and every mm-hmm. once in a while. Something Ugh. will happen where it jumps six miles away. And you go, away. I don't know what I'm supposed to read. So Jacob was like, well, now I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm hosed. So we're going to try again. Take two. This week in green, we are getting closer to harnessing the power of the stars to provide energy for our planet. It's called nuclear fusion. And while it's the very same phenomenon that powers our sun... Scientists have had a huge breakthrough that just might make this incredible source of energy available to us in the not-too-distant future. In a recent experiment at the JET, the Joint European Taurus Research Facility, they successfully doubled the previous record of sustained energy created by fusion. While existing nuclear power plants use a process called fission, where a neutron collides with a uranium atom and splits it, releasing a large amount of energy in the form of heat and radiation, Nuclear fusion works by harnessing the heat release when atoms are fused together. It's a cleaner process overall with zero radioactive waste. The research on nuclear fusion dates back over 50 years, and progress has always been slow-moving due to inconsistent funding. However, this recent success is likely to inspire investment and the international collaboration known as ITER, which stands for International Thermonuclear Experimental Reactor, is a group of 35 nations coming together to develop nuclear fusion. While it does seem that large-scale supply provided by nuclear fusion is still decades away, one can hope that this fusion will fuse together our geopolitical rivals for the greater good. With the developments of fission and fusion, I've decided to launch my own line of nuclear fashion. Threads so hot, they'll power the Earth. These atoms don't split or fuse. They just know how to work. (laughs) Capital W-E-R-K. You're right, that's what I put. (laughs) It's the way it was spelled. (laughs) Hey, if we can get some nuclear fashion going, 
Oh my gosh. We were talking a little bit about about new, about fibers that provided energy. And yes. Why why not just you know fuse atoms? Fuse atoms. As you're walking along. In your clothes. You know, it's one of those things that I'm sitting here. I'm doing a I'm doing a very null. I say this is a null article because it was science and uh, very smart stuff. And when I get smart stuff, I go, this is something that Noel would just like casually read. Like he would just be reading an article about nuclear uh, fusion. And so when I got to the end, I was like, what kind of joke do I make about uh, this subject material? And I was like, there's fusion, there's vision, there's fashion. I mean, it worked for me. It worked for me. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm up for nuclear fashion. Yes, yes, Fission, yes. Fission, fusion, fashion. Fission, fusion, fashion. That's the name of the company. Fission, fusion, fashion. Oh, the only it. way to make energy while looking great. All right, you just made yourself yeah. a partner. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in the business now. Uh, Whether you like it or not, you are making nuclear fashion. Yeah. Um, this is so cool. It is, right? This is exactly what we need to do. Yes. We need to do it because the, the biggest thing that makes people scared of nuclear energy is meltdown, right? And right. when you hear nuclear energy and you think nuclear bomb, they're right. not the same thing. They don't work the same way. It's, the uranium's not enriched the same way. It's totally... It's not totally different, but it's extremely different. Yeah. But there's danger involved, right? And that yeah. and that freaks people out. But it's also the most energy dense, you know, source that we have. So yeah. it, it is the it is the best way to make energy. So, f frankly, if we start spending more money, time, and, and energy investing in that and getting it better, I mean, we're 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 going to be in good shape. It's, it's it's exciting. I'm really glad to hear that this is that it's moving forward, yeah, right? Yeah, because breakthroughs are being made. Yeah, it's one of those words that you hear a lot about. Fu yeah. Nuclear fusion. I feel like I've seen it in movies. I feel like I've seen it in TV shows. It's like almost a point of science fiction as this thing that we'll never be able to do it. And that's why when you hear it, it says, "Yeah, this has been going on for a while, but it's just they can't get the investment." But this is exciting because they're making progress and, uh, you know, a couple well, of Well, it all comes down to efficiency, right? It's yeah. like, well, how much energy are you wasting in order to fuse the atoms? Mm -hmm. And in the past, it's been too much. It's been more than you get out of it, right? Yeah. And whereas with fission, you know, because you have, like, uranium is, is, is pretty, it's pretty pretty easy to work with in that regard. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, 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 it's not very stable, so you can... You can get it to split. And that's a neat thing you talked about a little bit in the article, which I like. This people get confused as to what does it mean. Yeah. So literally fission, splitting, yeah. te tearing them apart, tearing them right? apart. Yeah. Fusion, bringing them together. them together, right? Yeah. And this happens in nature all the time. Yeah. It happens naturally. This is like this is part of the process. This is how how it works, right? Yeah. So it's just finding a way to make it happen with what you want to work with when you want it to happen for less energy than you're getting out of it, which yeah. is. Not easy, but Not easy. it absolutely, if you spend money and time on it, you figure it out. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and it's worth mentioning that IDER, that organization I talked about before, before with the 35 countries, it includes China, the European Union, India, Japan, Korea, Russia, the UK, and the US. So that's just alone that is inspiring to see that all of those countries that tend to sometimes be at odds with each other, especially in moment, where certainly. we are at yeah. the moment, but they have this organization and it just hopes that can we just put our differences aside and figure out nuclear fusion for Pete's sake. Oh, it's the, it's the thing that I always say when you and I, Jacob, have our our painful political arguments where we, we fight each other so vociferously. Vociferously. <laughs> he calls me a Von Druk. I do call him a Von Druk. A name. <laughs> um, is that in the end, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, we, we mostly just want to be able to, most people want to live in peace, watch their kids grow up, 
have a safe life, be able to eat, be able to enjoy things. I mean, that's 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 it. That's what people want. We just have different theories Ways. theories on the best way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice to see all these different people with with varying theories agreeing that we need a better way to make energy. Absolutely. That's the key to the whole puzzle. Yeah, and as a fun scientific thing, in case you were curious about it, the fuel for fusion is two isotopes of hydrogen, deuterium, which can be distilled from water, cool. and tritium, which is produced during the initial fusion reaction from lithium, itself widely available in the quantities required. Interesting. Interesting. We'll have more for you soon. Wow. Jacob Givens. Hot dippity damn. Or to quote the great Veronica Gabon, Mr. Jacob Gabon. What'd you think, Veronica? That was terrific. You're all scientific right there, buddy. I was, but I did. You were Captain Science. (laughs) I was Captain Science. I did have a flub a dub early on. But you know, Very that's young. just that's just because it's just your mouth needs to get used to speaking words. It does. There's a lot of words and we have to say them all in a so row. So many dadgum words when we talk. I mean, we're talking hundreds of words in a row. Hundreds. Hundreds of words. That's a lot to ask a person to do. Well, we're 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 burning the candle here. We we started about an hour and a half ago and we're finally doing the show, so I feel like we should keep trucking along. Really? Right? right? Well or we only started with the audience, like what? You're oh you're right. They haven't been going, they haven't through, been going through everything we've gone through. So they can have a problems. good time. Yeah. You're right, you're right. I mean so. I wanna go home. Yeah, of course. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get out of here. Yeah, I can it tell. It's ridiculous. He's not even wearing the same suit no. that he's supposed to be wearing for the show. He's wearing a even more Decadent. Much Sweet. more decadent. He's ready to go. I to am a rich Vegas. chocolate cake. <laughs> you do look with, like a chocolate cake. With velvet, uh, <laughs> what the hell do I call it? Oh, velvet, oh, oh, red velvet. Red velvet <laughs> batter. You're you're yeah. like that show where is it cake? Is it cake? Have you heard about this? No, but I okay. Like so idea. this was a phenomenon that happened on the internet like a little while ago, which is you know you have it's like a bowling ball and it looks like a bowling ball and then they slice through it because it's cake or they go they bring out a shoe and they go this is a shoe and then you go oh, it's a shoe and then they and it's cake. Wow. So they've actually created a show on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet, but it's is called it Is It Cake? You've seen it? Yeah. And sometimes it's not cake. Right? Sometimes it's not cake. Okay. And so the 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 challenge is the cake makers have to make something so convincing and then the judge judges look and they go that's cake that's and then cake. and then when they're wrong it's like the person nailed it person but if they go that's definitely not cake and it isn't cake then you know they didn't do a good job how often do the judges say that's cake and it's actually a shoe i don't know uh, you tell me <laughs> the intensity yeah how often do the judges say that's a sh- that's a cake but it's actually a shoe not often not often not often okay they do a good job it looks so cool though. Like you cannot believe. They can make anything. Like they can literally like you. Yeah. They I mean, could make Noel into a cake. And that's why I said you could be cake. For all I know, you're in a. He's in a suit that is so. I'm not real. I keep looking so at the camera like this delectable. part of the show is recorded. Right, right. Sorry, I cut you off. You were saying so. No, delectable. I was saying you look so delectable <laughs> that you are like a cake. Oh, that's so sweet of you to say that. <laughs> I was talking over you. My, my wife often says, I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> She's right. I do the same to my poor spouse as well. Mm-hmm. But on this part of the show, this is, I don't know about you, uh. but because we've been after this for a few weeks mm-hmm. and we got the new segments where they're starting to feel more comfortable now, when yes. we get to these off 
new segments. I'm starting to feel like it used to in the old days. Oh, absolutely. I'm starting to feel that like, yeah, we know what we're doing. Yeah. You know, for a little while there, I was feeling like, what happened to us? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're back. We just had to do it long enough that we could get relaxed and into it. And I think that by the time we get it right, all of our equipment's going to break. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, I know. Let me tell the audience that I was so excited because we've been messing around the microphones, which we've already said that weren't, weren't ideal. Not ideal. But I, I got an adapter. I was so excited because I had a four-mic plan for this episode. Five-mic to be a total. A four-mic <laughs> plan to save the economy. I did. I had a four-mic plan. I had a lavalier and him, lavalier and me, mics in the side. I was going to mic it so much, so much. that I was going to make it where people went in their cars and it went to every speaker and traveled around mm. and they were like, is this podcast in Dolby? That's what they were going to say. Atmos? That's what they were going to say. But I, you were 7.1-ing this actually. I was 7.1-ing the podcast. But everything went wrong, and nothing worked, and and uh, I stopped crying minutes before the show began. I'm sorry, Jacob. <laughs> it was sad. It was, it was tragic. And that's why he, he thought that we'd been going on for an hour that's and a half. That's why, yes. Because we have been going on for an hour and a half. Trying to but the show it. hasn't. But the show. The show must go on. It's going on. <laughs> Which is a good segue. It's a perfect so segue. Let's get the next story, folks. Let's find out some more about the environment, shall we? Okay, get to there. It is. Right. That's the spot. Okay. This week in green, beehives are getting a 21st century makeover as BeeWise, an Israeli startup, has received 80 million in funding for its smart hive technology, BeeHome. BeeHome is a computerized hive that is thermally regulated, requires no human interaction, and can protect the bees from external threats like varroa mites and pesticides. This is a, a significant upgrade, excuse me, from the Langstroth box, uh, which was designed 150 years ago for beekeeping and is still the traditional method used to this day. It's so common that most people often confuse the Langstroth box with the natural habitats of bees. The robotic system that can monitor bees 24-7 and significantly increase pollination and honey production while defending the colony from the outside threats. Uh, bee homes have already saved over 160 million bees over the past year. We have discussed colony collapse on this show in the past, and BeeWise's technology looks like a possible option to help with that problem. So for you beekeepers out there, and our audience is 86% beekeepers, every bee home can, ha can house 24 colonies in an 8 by 6 foot box that costs $400 per month. They include GPS, and a bee location monitoring is powered by solar panels and small batteries, and they all run by an app. Get one now before they're gone. These prices are insane. Don't miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And... I mean, they're not even sponsoring the show, so I'm not sure why I'm plugging this thing so hard. But more importantly, a group of older bees that are known to the community as beamers have voiced concerns about how easy it is for younger bees today. Back in their day, they lived in a wooden box and they liked it. They would have to fly uphill both ways in the snow to pollinize frozen flowers. If you got sick, you just died. And that's the way it should be. These bee millennials have no idea what a colony collapse looks like. They've never fought a hornet. Hell, my grandfather fought a lovable stuffed bear. <laughs> Maybe Winnie the Pooh. Oh, Probably. beamers, beamers. There's beamers everywhere. Beamers and beelennials. Beelennials. Yes. And then you got Ben Z. Yes, Ben Z. <laughs> Absolutely. B Absolutely. Alpha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm 
still laughing about how you. Sorry, I'm so. I'm, how oh, I'm plugging this. How you thing. ended up accidentally like in this story? It was like you're telling about this great technology. It's very exciting, and then suddenly it was like, wait a second, am I trying to sell our 86 percent beekeeper audience yeah. on this new? That's how it felt. I know. That's how I was done with the story. I was like, I'm. Uh, I'm basically. We must be. We must be a beekeeper specific show that only has because this is. It, it, it did sound a little bit like we had an ad going on, but yeah. what an ad it was. What an ad. Well, you know what? I guess that's the tough thing because a lot of these environmental articles, I see this time and time again, which is they're trying to get off the ground, right? So if they're getting press written up about them and they're trying to change the world, they got to hype it. They do. They got to hype it. They got to be like, well, this is why you want to do it. We're saving bees' lives. We're, we're, there's 90% perfection, yeah. you know, to what we're doing. Oh, look. And so low. They got a lighter weight version, 32% smaller, 23% more cost effective to transport, which increases the mobility. Oh, my God. It's the Bee Home Mini. Bee Home reduces bee mortality by 80%, resulting in increased yields of at least 50% more honey. Honey, baby. So, you also eliminate 90% of manual labor when compared to traditional behind. So really, I mean, honestly, it's a thousand facts about a, about a company's product, but that wasn't the intention. The idea right. was, it's kind of, it's a big deal. Like the colony collapse deal. thing is actually a problem. Yeah. And, and, and we haven't really improved the technology in a very long time. Yeah. Is really the point of the, of this, this article today and, and why I wanted to cover it. Um, it's, it's it's an issue we got to look at. We need bees. They they do. I mean, it would cost us trillions to try to make up what it is that bees do if yeah. we didn't just have bees doing it for free. Yeah. Right. And and it's an important part of of, of the ecosystem. And and this is just a, a neat kind of improvement and possible way that we could see some better better lives for bees. But the bee <laughs> and, and the, the beamers. I think it's great. I, I heard the 150 years since the. The original contraption was invented and you just realize that you know we do live in a time that the technology is available to us and if we can create these places where bees can be protected and the pesticides and the the varroa mites and things can't get to them that's that's a good thing yeah. that's a good thing to be able to develop using technology to save species i'm all for it yeah me too we'll have more for you soon yeah, baby. I, I, on one of my one of the uh, the long yes. runs, yes. it's like, wait a minute, how did I? And then I realized at the end how I phrased it. It was like, well, I set this up wrong. But that's yeah, fine. You know what? Fine. They're only words. They're only I'm words. I'm saying a lot of them in a row. They're saying a lot of them in a row. Yeah. I did it sound that it makes sense? Was there yeah. any logic to what yes. 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 I think it's a cool only story. I read it. So. Yeah, yeah. She read the article. <laughs> I read the article. Yeah, like, well, we know what we know what it is, so it yeah, probably yeah. makes sense. I don't know. I'm no, it actually. I think it's a. I think it's a really a nice bee story. It's a we, nice bee movie. We know that that bees are in trouble. Yeah. We've talked about that a lot. Yeah. That the, the colo- colony collapse. And so, um, I think it's just great. We need to have these computerized homes. And I'd like to live in one, is what I think. You want to be a bee one day? I want to be a bee one day. I aspire. Yeah. And it sounds like they got a pretty hey. cush gig there, you know? <laughs> you get an eight, eight foot by six foot for 400 bucks. That's better than my oh, first wow. studio apartment, baby. It is. it is. And only for 400 bucks a month. That is, that is dr- you, the dream. You should hike uh, up into the Himalayas. Okay. And then you should find a, 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 a Buddhist... You know, monk mm. to kind of get you into the right sort of zone. Okay. Where you could uh, you could embrace life, become one with the universe. Okay. And then reach nirvana. The band. Uh huh. Okay. Great. And then once you're in that spot, you either in that moment become the bee, or if you so choose, 
reincarnate your soul into the bee. Into the bee. That's my recommendation. If I were you, I would stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look funny. But yo, you're you making money. See, so yo, world, I hope you're ready for a bee. So gather around. I'm the new fool in town. That sounds like down by the underground. You drink about a Hennessy, you got it yourself. Yourself, but just let me introduce myself. My name, My name is, is Humpty. Pronounced with an umpty. And the ladies oh, so all how I like to, to funk, funk the... Funk the... Which yes, is dancing. Very, yes, funk. Move. We yes. can go on forever. Yeah, we can go on forever. Time. I guess that's the next... Now that we've, we've conquered the vanilla ice problem, yeah. we'll get into digital we'll underground. We'll get into digital underground. Well, I was going to say, if I do start a service where you are, like, go to the Himalayas and you yeah. find out if you're B, I have the name for the travel service. What is it? To be or not to be. <laughs> See, it keeps coming back. We're all about we're all about culturally relevant music and Willie Shakespeare. <laughs> Willie that's Shakespeare. Yeah, that's right. You said that early on. We're bringing it back, baby. Bring it back, baby. We still got it. We still still got it. Still. Hold on, I want to do that too. Right. Oh, that was my news story. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> That's what I need. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, we're going to need Let's a slight it. pullback, I think. Uh, slight, it's not much, but it's a little bit. A little bit of a pullback. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. Smooth operation right there. Smooth operation. Let me clear my sniffles. Okay. <clears throat> this week in green, the next time you snuggle up with a warm blanket, how about wrapping yourself up in climate data? Raw Color, a Dutch design studio, introduces the Temperature Textiles Collection, a series of blankets, scarves, and socks adorned with climate change infographics. The topics cover everything from temperature fluctuations, the rising of sea levels, or greenhouse gas emissions. Raw Color's co-founder, Christoph Brock, states that textile was important for us because it manifests the data permanently. On a screen, one sees it temporarily. The temperature textiles are colorful and creatively present a way to tangibly interact with the information. And it's a conversation starter. The designers of Raw Color discovered that the flat knit process for their blankets produces no offcuts. The machine can be adjusted to the size of the piece and there's little waste. This contrasts with the weaving which requires the use of the full width of the loom and for the edges to be cut off. The socks and scarves have limited canvas sizes to share graphs. So it inspires the team to choose simplified choices like rising sea levels on socks. The flat knit blankets delve deeper into several emission scenarios modeled by the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Each line represents one year from 2000 until the year 2100. I need to confess that Temperature Textiles is making me second guess my side business called Sheet Music. It's basically bed sheets with musical uh, notation printed on them. Uh, no reason. Pop music, rock music, classical, you name it. Now you can go to sleep wrapped in bed sheets with your favorite musical symbols. It seemed like a good idea at the time, and I've spent a lot of money on them. And if anyone here would like my sheet music, I have pallets of them in my garage, and I, I've spent everything. Hey, don't cry, buddy. You have great sheet music. People are gonna want this. People are 100 percent. People are gonna gonna want you your, think so? your, to buy sheets with your sheet music. I, uh, no question. I feel like after learning about temperature textiles, I was like, okay, that, that's a lot of purpose behind it. Like that's information that people really, you know, could learn or be inspired by. Mm -hmm. But 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 when I came up with sheet music and I spent my life well, savings life savings on it, I thought this was gonna be the one. This was gonna be the plan. I'm not going to say you were wrong. <laughs> Thank you. 
That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to say it. It might be the fact, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it. That's fair. Um, That's one fair. thing I will say is this kind of reminds me a little bit. Have you have you been to Reddit anytime recently? Um, I am one of the highest redditors. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, you got karma out the <laughs> got roof. Got karma through the roof. Oh no, I do visit Reddit from time to time. Absolutely. They have a new thing they've started called Our Place. Our Place. Our place. No. The, the idea is that. You and, and your buddies, or like your community, can yeah. then put place pixels. You get to place one pixel every five minutes. Oh. Okay? Except there's only one kind of canvas that everybody in all of Reddit has to make something with. Wow. So as a community, you make these these designs that yeah. are related to, they're based on where people put their pixels, and you can overwrite someone else's pixel. Really? Yes. So I'm part of the RLA Clippers uh, yeah. you know, because I'm a Clippers fan. That's the place just, you want to be. I just lost every Los Angeles fan <laughs> in our, our show. They just, they're like, I don't want to watch this anymore, Clippers you know, fan. Yeah. But um, but we are trying to put the LA Clippers logo up on the I love it. On the thing. And, and you know, we put it in like six different places and all of them got erased, but one made it. We got we got it in there. We got we it in the got final, it in there. final canvas there, yeah. So then it gets wiped out and then they start over again. Anyways, this kind of it kind of reminded me of that a little I love bit. it. And if we lost uh, Laker fans because of that, then I don't want them here anyway. Yeah. So get out of here. It's because they don't care about the environment. That's those, who. Laker, those Laker fans. Not all Laker fans. <laughs> only the ones who are leaving the show. The ones who are leaving the show. That's my Ab- accusation. Absolutely. So anyway, that was the the story. I thought it was cool. I, I think that uh, you know, printing this kind of information on scarves and socks and and uh, blankets, I think it's a clever way to get the conversation going. I don't know how far it can get out there. I, I thought it was a, a, a nice little story. I, my favorite thing was the the sea levels on the socks. That yeah, was that's why I had to call that out because I thought that's cute. Yeah. You know, you're at a party, you're dressed in nice clothes, and somebody sees colorful socks because all these things are that they make are very colorful. They're nice. very vibrant. And so somebody sees it, and then you get to have a conversation about sea levels rising. So I thought it was clever. Um, you know, I, I, I wish these guys the best. I just don't know how widespread uh, this this will go, yeah. but I'm rooting for it. Uh, you know what? Who knows? So I think, I think the more efforts that are put out there to, to bring some awareness to what's happening in the environment, and the more clever ways we do it, the better, right? Maybe, yeah. Like you said, if somebody yeah. asks a question and you can give them a little bit of info, yeah. that's potentially one more person to be part of our militant army of environmental crusaders. That's how we go. Militantly. Militantly. Yeah, we're guerrillas. The studio has previously held an exhibition of chromatic experiments at London's Aram Gallery and bleached coded messages into scarves using a customized printer. They've are uh, this this is uh, no new terrain for them. They know how to encode fabrics with codes they're and good messages. At color. Yeah, they're good at color. They know what they're doing. Wow. We'll have more for you soon. Hey! 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 Yeah, yeah. That one went pretty well. That was all right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I realized, even though it went well, even though I realized on my page that one of my talking points was in the story. (laughs) (laughs) I go, no, I have nothing to talk about. Oh, God. I totally did. Because, like, as I was looking down, I was like, oh, I remember I had made the decision to take this out of the bulk because it was gotten too wordy, and I'll make it a talking point. But I forgot to remove it from the name (laughs) paragraph. So you added extra words in a row. I added extra words in a row. No, but I, you made it through. Yeah, I made it through. So it was a longer one. So I apologize if anybody, while they were reading about temperature, I mean, hearing about temperature textiles, they're like, come on, <laughs> get on with it already. You want more audience to have to suffer through that insufferable, uh, <laughs> endless rant about textiles. I like, I like that we now have no Laker fans, uh-uh. beekeepers, yep. and they're exasperated by any 
length of right. explanation. Like, oh. If people are wondering what our demographic is, that's it. It's that. That's it. You know, you go into a marketing company, they go, what's your core demographic? They go, buckle up, dude. <laughs> it is non-Laker fan beekeepers who can't stand long-winded explanations of things. The person looks at you and is like, we've never heard that specific niche <laughs> of a freaking... Uh, marketing demographic yeah. in our lives. And but I'll tell you what, Be Home's going to give you an advertisement. Be Home has decided to give you 100 Be Homes. And you go, and you go. where am I going to put these 8 by 6 box of Be Colonies? <laughs> and we just spend our whole life getting stung. That's it. We this get, is our life. We get my girl. We get my girl. Oh, so no. no. We oh, get no. my girl. Oh. oh, my girl. I think I keep hitting the desk and I'm probably riding the microphone. No, no. It's fine, it's fine. No, they can't hear us anyway. We have we've we've, we've been we've been going longer than normal because we've been having our normal playful fun. It's been it's been lovely. This is the longest podcast. This is a little, little gift for it our is, fans it to is. be like, hey, we're back. I actually think that this is probably more like what the show's gonna be. We're getting so. closer and closer. We to are, it. we are. Yeah, that, then it'll be a lot of ranting and joking in between us telling a few things. I think so. Like, I think so too. Because you you get the news clips and those are helpful, but yeah. we gotta play. Yeah, well, play, we got baby. people who've been loyally listening to this podcast for three years. Yeah, absolutely. And if we don't so deliver the goods for them, too. we got to give them the goods. We are betraying. Yeah. Did I, did I, are we on our last segment this now? Is, is it, it time? We're there. This We're is right. it. This is We're our fun in. segment where this we get could, to mess about. This could go a little pear-shaped because we really, we really are kind of making this up on we, the fly. We kind of have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, but we do need a wind back. Sorry, sorry. This is this is uh, Veronica's routine. Is getting up and down, up and down. And you did this. Down. You did the lead in last week, so it's my turn. Yes, it's I you. I gotta do it. Okay. This is you. Okay, let's see if I can do this right. Okay. There we go. Ready, ready, running. Ready. Okay. This week in green, NASA has great news. The Earth is greener now than it was 20 years ago. In fact, five percent greener, thanks to the tree planting efforts of countries like China and India. In total, the increase in leaf area over the past two decades corresponds to an area as large as the Amazon rainforests. With all the tree planting, there must be more out-of-the-box ways to green up the planet. And this gave Jacob and I an idea for a new segment we like to call Places, Places Where People, people Aren't Planting Trees, but, but They Should. Number one, the highway. Oh. I think that while you're driving along, the best thing possible is to have a tree right in the middle of the road. Yeah. I mean, why not? Put a forest in the middle of the road. Why are we taking down forests to put roads through when we could put forests on roads? Think of all the dodging, the diving, the dipping, and the dodging that you have to do. <laughs> so fun. To get around all of those trees, right? And, you think, and then squirrels could run along beside you on top of the trees and be totally safe. This makes perfect sense for a city like Los Angeles. I think We're so too. sitting there. We are literally sitting there anyway. Why not look at trees at the same time? I want to picnic on the highway. Let's have a highway picnic and let's stop this nonsense about driving in a straight line on a highway. <laughs> Absolutely. Number two. Mm. Fast food joints. Why not? You've already made the decision to eat some bad food. You know it's not good for you. But what if you rolled in there and it was like a rainforest <laughs> and there's potted plants and it's just beautiful and you feel like, you know what? This decision can't be that bad. I mean, look yeah. at this place. I'm in the environment and I'm eating a double cheeseburger and chili fries. I'm fine. 
you know? It's so. also good for indigestion, because when you're done, there's lots of places where you can just unload, oh. and then nature will take care of it for you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Your fertilizer, basically, and if you're just uh, tooting the whole time, it's going to be covered up by all that oh, great greenery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. you got a methane suction system there oh, with yeah. all this, you know, oh, yeah. get, a, get a redwood tree in yeah. the middle of your McDonald's. <laughs> It'll be nice and humid in there, too, oh. so there's nothing like eating, eating fries and humidity. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know why we didn't think of this sooner. It's genius. Number three, a BDSM dungeon. <laughs> Why? Why are we doing our BDSM in dungeons that don't have trees? I uh, absolutely. I cannot think of a single reason why we would we would sit there with whips and chains, smacking each other, <laughs> spinning the wheel and throwing knives at our <laughs> naked bodies. Yes. Without having lots of trees, trees. lots of plants, oh. lots of. Foliage. Yes. I this mean, is amazing. In fact, I, you know, I think the trees can be able to join in the fun, right? Yeah, Pull back right? on one of the branches and oh, just snap. Now that's the 50 Whackety shades. Whackety-doo-dah. That's the 50 shades we need, guys. That's what we need. We need this to be pleasure and uh, plants. We have been thinking about BDSM wrong. Wrong. This whole time. We have to do it right. I, I support this idea. You could even have, like, trees with little leather collars around them. It'll be like they're in on the fun. It's going to be great. Keep the crazy wild sex games green. Keep them green, guys. Number four, the Apple Store. Come on, guys. I mean, you've been to an Apple Store. You go in there, it's pristine, it's white, it's clean, and nothing is growing in there. Come on, let's plant a redwood right in the middle of Cupertino's finest. Let's just throw one right in the middle of the store and say, hey, we don't just greenwash our goods, we actually have trees in our store. Yeah, sure, it's running through a, a sunglasses hut upstairs and knocking out the window of the Orange Julius and, you know, screwing up the whole mall. But Apple's taking everything over anyway. Absolutely. So let's get to the Apple store. So I, I think I think that's the number one. You can try to get some other electronic stores. You can try to hit up Samsung and whatnot, but I think you're really going to make that impression if you walk into an Apple store and you go, what? In Apple the trees. <laughs> Apple. Oh. Why didn't I think of that? Apple it's trees and Apple It's a grove store. of apple trees. It's brilliant. This is how we fix apple. This is how we fix apple. This is the way this is how we do it. And then a little serpent will come in there and be like, you should try a galaxy. <laughs> uh, uh, there's nothing like Bible humor. Bible really get things humor. going. Uh, number five. Are we ready for number five? We're never ready for number five. I want the bathtub oh. to be filled yeah. with forest loveliness. That's great. Oh, while I'm bathing, there could just be a tree growing right up between my legs. Yes. And up into the sky, just staring at me, wondering what I'm doing there, <laughs> where the soap came from. This is a great idea. We could do where showers. My clothes. No, out of your mind, you can't put a, you can't put trees in a shower. So sorry. Bathtubs. Bathtubs only. Yes. Okay. Bathtubs only fans. Okay. <laughs> no, well, a comma. Bathtubs only fans. Fans of the show? <laughs> Nightclubs. Number six. Nightclubs? Nightclubs. <laughs> what about you go in and it's... <laughs> 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 
everybody's dancing, there's drinks flowing, you're flirting with somebody, and then all of a sudden, you walk in, and there's just a row of bamboo! <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know what? If you're trying to hide away from that creepy dude who's been following you around all night, wouldn't it be great to have a nice bamboo forest to go in? Oh, yeah. And then suddenly you're in like a Kill Bill fight sequence where you're like taking off the bamboo and you're like, get away from me, jerk! Yeah! That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, or you could be like, and, and you can have like uh, like an oak tree. Yeah, just oak like tree. And just climb it. Yeah, climb like, the... This, this oh. guy is trying to follow me with, with, with a drink that has something in it that yeah. I don't want. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how much. We've already said BDSM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say you can say whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's trying to drug you. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to be drugged. I'm right. a person who's trying to just have a nice time in nightclub. Dance moves. <laughs> yeah. Climb that tree. Climb up the yeah. oak tree. Hide up in the oak tree. I love the idea of seeing this guy walking along with like two drinks and he's looking for you and you've climbed the tree and he just does it and you're like, you're like, there's <laughs> the top of the tree. Has he gone yet? Yeah. Like a, like a bear, you know, yeah. like a, like, like somebody who's hiding from a bear. And That's, then he forgets and drinks his own drink. Drinks his own drink. And then, and he, then he gets all confused. And then he gets all confused. And he and ends he, up in the bathtub of the other tree and God knows what's going to happen there. So That's why trees need to be in nightclubs. I rest my case. I think that's our most successful, most compelling segment we've ever done. Very compelling. Yeah. And on a cool topic, too. On a very I mean, cool topic. Before we go, actually, I just yeah. want to say, that would have been an interesting just topic in general. The fact that the world has gotten greener yeah. is such good news. And it makes sense, because if you raise the CO2 levels, then it's easier for stuff to actually yes. grow. Yes. So, so we're maybe, making progress. Maybe Earth is trying to help us in this fight to win the planet. Yeah. So let's, let's do our part to try to help the Earth. It is a great story. It is a great story. When yes. you see that in 20 years, at, I think that's going to start showing that I open another 10, 20 years, it's, it's more and more and more, and this planet is going to just go, I got you. I got, I got you, you I got boo. You if you could just get me too. Get me too. Let's help each other Let's out. Work this out, the baby. The planet's on our side. Yeah. Just gotta stop kicking it in the nuts all the time. <laughs> exactly. Stop kicking the planet in the nuts, okay? Yeah. And BDSM dungeons should have trees. We We're have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. <laughs> carefully avoiding neo Nick. No, not yet. That's not this time. <laughs> it's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.